1: As you, as you were talking before, mm-hmm. I, I was just scrolling around uh, Reddit and uh, on the front page, and something from r slash uh, uh, relationship advice came up. And, okay. um it's there's a lot. I didn't read it yet because it's very – like you have to scroll a few times to get to the okay, bottom. Okay, okay. But, uh, but the title piques my interest, so after this I might actually um read actually it. Actually read it, read it? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um But apparently someone said that um, – uh I have a strict no hooking up rule with coworkers. I broke it and things are about to go downhill because he farted in me, comma. Yes, in me. And I, I think that warrants further investigation.
0: <laughs> what? What is that? I'm just trying to think of how this the I'm trying to think of the anatomy here. <laughs> I know. That's that's the thing that's got me most confused.
1: Yeah, and the, and the thing is, that's why I want to read it. So I I sent you the link. You don't have to to read it, read it. But if you open it and just scroll a bit, you'll see a lot of P-F-F-F-F-F-F-T. So I think this guy was just farting a lot. Oh my God, there is a
0: lot of poof. Yeah. Let's let's look at the TLDR. Oh, there is none.
1: That I did the exact same thing. Scroll down. Uh, nope. Damn it. It's, it's a very uh uh. I don't know. I I want, I want to get. There's a lot of. Pfft, pfft, one, to wait? Let me do a control. Uh. So he. F- there all right. Are nine. He he farted at least nine times in the story. Um. Yes. Yes. At least. Mm-hmm. Good Lord! Why? <laughs> oh, I'm just getting random sentences out of paragraphs. And there's a uh, he kissed me goodbye and told me to sleep good for him. C- parentheses cringe. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't has, know. Has,
0: has anyone? All right, all right. Any attraction I had um, for him is so
1: gone, vanished,
0: Amelia Earhart style. <laughs> that is my favorite line ever. Um, that this is slash you throw r a underscore mortified is the name of the user um that particular piece of writing is the most sublime writing i have ever seen because that is that is the perfect i that is a perfect way to describe the loss of something yeah (laughs) vanished amelia Earhart style yeah <laughs> oh, <laughs> that works so good! Oh my yeah. god! Oh man, there's some relationship advice stuff that's really just depressing, though. Yeah, <laughs> like real depressing. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh man, that that that. What? I don't, I, don't... <laughs> I I'm just um. I'm I'm scrolling and there's just some really weird. There's some really weird shit people bring to the internet. Um, yeah. Uh, just real bizarre. Um. So. Uh-huh. Because this is relevant to. Oh, oh not, no. The it's Dutch not relevant. Hot pocket. to f-
1: Continue. Huh? I'm Wait. just reading comments and they're fantastic. Hot pocket? Hot Someone pocket? said, I'm very disappointed. I was hoping to hear about a Dutch hot pocket.
0: <laughs> oh my god i you know here's the thing here's the thing so i've never heard that term because i think that's a brand new sentence
1: uh, yeah
0: that, that's that's a brand new <laughs> sentence but i instantly could tell you what the act entails
1: the the dutch hot pocket or the actual the real one that happened the I know- Dutch Hot Pocket. The Dutch oh, okay. Hot Pocket. I yeah. know
0: exactly what a Dutch Hot Pocket is now. Yeah. And that has now entered the zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah. And I'm wondering if it's ever happened. <laughs> but here's the thing. Uh there, there's a joke in uh there's a joke in uh the good place about like them coming up with point scores for all the things that humans do. Mm-hmm. And there is one character whose job is sex stuff. <laughs> and his, he's just like completely frazzled because he's constantly getting new things. <laughs> it's like he has a he has a stack of papers so high that he's just like, I can't do it, man. <laughs> I feel like if that if that reality exists, uh-huh. that man just died.
1: Yeah, even uh-huh. though
0: he's an immortal being.
1: <laughs> <laughs> A what? Wait, what? <laughs> they, they did what? How <laughs> they did what in the what to the what? It's the the highest uh, suicide rate out of any of the uh, jobs for the immortals. Yeah, well
0: it's 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 like um uh what call it uh groundhog day esque oh yeah it's groundhog day ask for an immortal because it's like maybe this will be the one that gets me free from this loop <laughs> nope
1: I gotta read about hot pocket again <sighs> <laughs> like someone post Amelia Earhart or amelia fart. hey good on you Rosie Posey 86
0: <laughs> oh amelia fart. that's another one right there oh
1: uh- Oh yes. <laughs>
0: here's the fact here's the fact of the matter. Any phrase can be turned into something sexual by a human.
1: Yeah, someone suggested butt plugs, but I say that might sound like a good idea on the surface, but then there's that high pressure build up and then mm. eventually you've got yourself a projectile.
0: You got a cork gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a got very your, dangerous cork gun. You got
1: yourself a potato cane coming out your booty. And oh, uh, that, God. you know, no one needs a window to break.
0: I remember, I remember when potato cannons like first became a thing, yeah. like, like they really became like, the first time I remember seeing one was like sometime around like 2005. I feel mm-hmm. like that's about when they got popular. Cause I think, yeah. I think it's, I think what happened was it was like, it was proliferated on the internet and it, that's just when it happened, you know, like, yeah. cause I think they existed before that, but they weren't as popular. Mm -hmm. But then everyone realized, oh, shit, I can make a potato cannon. Um, And everyone who had even a modicum of uh, uh, PVC pipe building experience Mm -hmm. was just like, I'm going to make a potato cannon. Let me take this starter from a grill and hairspray and do something incredibly reckless. Yeah, but it's so much fun. Oh, no, they're super fun, but also super reckless. (laughs) Um, Because if you don't use the right PVC piping... I. Think they can explode in your hand?
1: Yeah. Well, it depends on how much pressure you're you're dealing with. Yeah. But anywho, um, (sighs) they're
0: so cool. (laughs) I wanted to make one that. uh, So I had this idea when I was younger for making one that has like a attachment in the the uh, the spark chamber. Yeah. Right that you just directly feed the uh, hairspray into that. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about, um, like spraying into the tube. You yeah. just, you plug it with the potato, spray the hairspray, and then press the sparker and it goes. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I never did that. Cause that probably would have killed me.
1: Yeah. 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 Or it, it at least make it harder for you to type.
0: Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. Um,
1: which would be a bad thing for me these days. Mm-hmm. Pretty bad. Well, there's there's voice to text and st- uh, uh, stuff like that now.
0: Yeah, except it gets it, it gets everything wrong every time.
1: Yeah, but as long as you can pick up enough of the words, you're good.
0: I remember being really into voice to text because I had a problem with typing when I was younger. Yeah. Because um, I had I have stupid fingers. Mm-hmm. I still have stupid fingers. It's just now I've learn to work around them. And I have mechanical keyboards and they help Mm. weirdly with stupid fingers. But, um, I was so bad at typing. I was so excited when I found out about voice text,
1: and I was just like, this is awful. Oh yeah. None of it's good. Uh, and we're still not like even, um, you would think that YouTube automatic subtitles would be, uh, decent. um, Actually, it, it, they got a lot better in the in. in they recently, have gotten a lot better. They have gotten a lot better. There's still like weird. <laughs> well, yeah, you're just like, how'd you get that word?
0: Well, Brandon, uh, mm-hmm. when I work on uh, transcribing episodes mm-hmm. of this, which has taken a slight uh, backseat to some other stuff that I'm not going to be talking about on this episode or show because of reasons but there's a reason that brandon is going to be the one talking about this week's cryptid um mm-hmm. but anywho uh so whenever i do transcriptions it it picks up so many words wrong i have to go through and like even though it's it does most of it it does like 75 percent of it right yeah and it gets like 75 percent of our voices correct there's still that twenty five percent that takes an hour to go through. Oh, well,
1: I think I I I, brother, I can I can shift our our voices farther apart, uh, so you'll you'll talk like a chipmunk and I'll talk like uh like Barry White.
0: I mean, yeah, but I I personally don't want to talk like a chipmunk. I'll
1: let you choose which one. You gonna be Alvin? Do.
0: No one wants... Let me be... uh, Let's see. It's Alvin, Theodore, and... Charles? Charles.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alvin, Theodore, and Charles the chipmunk. Yeah. I'm sure. I don't know who that that third one is. Uh, Who are the three chipmunks? Theodore is the one with glasses, right? Alvin, Simon. Alvin, Um, Simon, and Theodore. Simon's
0: the one with the glasses. Theodore's the one who they make the the fat jokes about maybe yeah he is he's the he's the tiny one he's the one that looks like a hamster
1: Uh oh and then there's the chipettes
0: yes there are the chipettes eleanor which are literally just gender swap versions
1: of the uh of of uh uh the chipmunks because of course because i'm looking at a picture right now and they are chipmunk sized human abominations Oh, no. Oh, 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 okay. Brandon, Brandon.
0: I, I'm not saying that they're not abominations.
1: Um, it's, like, I forgot how they looked and then I clicked on the Wikipedia page. It is terrifying. The well, chipmunks that's... are actual chipmunks. The chipmunks are <sighs> abominations. Amunculi, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, they're also the same size as the chipmunks, by the way. Yeah. Um, I want you to remember that, and that's so. This is this is not the Chipettes from the Squeakwell. uh, the the seminal work of mm. uh, of Fox Family Entertainment. Um, these are the Chipettes of the cartoon from I want to say the eighties.
1: Yep, nineteen eighty three to present. It's still an active fucking show. Oh well, no! It's,
0: it's well, no, it's not a. It's not an active show. It's not an active show. It's, it's just, just the present, chip, but it's not an active show. That's the, that's the Uh uh-huh. So, okay. Th- look, 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 at this list. Look at this. There's a list of, of shows. Alvin, the chipmunks, 1983 to 1990. Alvin, and the chipmunks, 1987
1: to 2015. Oh, wait. Alvin and the chipmunks says 2015 to present TV series in uh, filmography. Oh yeah. That's a horrifying
0: one. Click on that one. That's a that's a good one in terms of nightmares. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at look at Alvin's face. It's like a human, but they added a a chipmunk a streak. Yeah, uh, it's bad. Growth. How and they, is this? Okay, okay. There's real does...
1: record labels. Columbia, MCA, Atlantic Records, and Capitol Records.
0: Yes, because they actually because the Chipmunks started out as a record. Because basically the guy, he played um he played the like like 45s or LPs at high speed mm-hmm. and that was just what he did. Um and then uh, then the Chipmunks were born and they're terrible. Absolutely terrible. Oh. Um I just want to give you this there you go that's the uh that's the 2015 uh series so have fun oh, with that fun yeah oh, yeah 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 let that haunt your dreams um that's no good uh, speaking of old properties old animated properties um scooby-doo got a movie a new movie the scoob
1: scoob uh i've heard scoob about that. i watched it last night podcasts
0: was it good i wish they sponsored us Uh, I liked it. It was fun. It was pretty funny. A lot of Hanna-Barbera references in it. A lot. I don't like Fred. Uh, Fred is voiced by um, Zach Efron. I double don't like how Fred is now. (laughs) So, actually, the voice cast... So, uh, there's a bit of controversy surrounding the voice cast of this movie. Now, I feel bad for the voice actors because um, basically basically what happened um was Will Forte's Shaggy I'm so yeah. happy with that alright yeah so they they replaced all the typical voice actors with like famous people like Amanda Seyfried is Daphne Blake yeah um Gina Rodriguez is Velma
1: Jason uh, Isaacs is Dick Dastardly
0: yes yes Ken Jeong is Dino because Dinomutt makes an appearance in it
1: Tracy so does Muttley. Morgan
0: Brandon, the Tracy Morgan section is without a doubt the funniest thing ever.
1: He's Captain Kate. C- How is Captain Kate? That's a spoiler!
0: Name? Spoiler! Spoiler! Spoiler, oh. spoiler! Spoiler! I'm not. I'm not spoiling the movie for anyone. He's not in any of the trailers yet. Okay. Don't don't spoil the movie for people. Marky Mark. Yeah, he's a uh, he's Blue, Blue Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, that's in the that's in the poster, so I don't care about that. Uh-huh. Um. I like it. It was fun. It was very funny. Um, there was a joke about uh, Tinder in which Dino Mutt said, uh, the last time you believed someone on the internet, you thought Tinder was a service for getting firewood. Uh-huh. Nice. And uh, it was pretty good. And there's a there's a bit in the movie where they, they slip in uh, a character saying dick a bunch. Huh. Um, as a definite, definite adult joke. In okay. a movie for children. Uh really good, honestly. Nice. And um they they take Fred's attraction to the mystery machine to a whole new level. Uh, um Does he wreck the muffler? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's a moment there's a moment where he has uh he does have an intimate moment with the mystery
1: machine in the movie. Oh, you the seat you got pinched in the seatbelt? A little bit. Nice. <laughs> Um, nice
0: and Velma's amazing that's all I'm gonna say Velma's Velma's the best the best of the the mystery Inc outside of Shaggy and Scooby yes that's that's just a fact that's a statement of fact um there's there's no way around it if you want to at me on it go go for it uh, oh,
1: I, I'm a fan of the Harlem Globetrotters
0: well they're from they're not from the main they're not from the original Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated they're from uh, the like Scooby Doo celebrity. Yeah, I loved all one. the celebrity ones. The celebrity ones are pretty good. Um, the 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 Harlem go <laughs> the Harlem Globetrotters came up a lot. I feel like they did. Like, I feel like there was multiple episodes that featured the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, uh, it was from the new Scooby Doo movies. Okay, um, or maybe maybe it was less. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was less that the Harlem Globetrotters appeared in a lot of them and mm-hmm. more that uh uh Cartoon Network played the Harlem Globetrotter episodes a lot. No, Maybe. there were 3 episodes with the Harlem Globetrotters. Okay. Yeah. Uh out of um out of the uh 24 new Scooby-Doo movie episodes, mm-hmm. they were in 3 of them.
1: Oh. That's a lot.
0: Yeah. I, I think Cher appeared in one. If I
1: wanna, if they, they had Sonny and Cher, they had yep. um, Batman. The both um, they had Batman, the Adams family, um, Phyllis Diller. Yes, I remember that <laughs> one.
0: The Three Stooges made a lot uh, of appearances. Dick Van Dyke, um, Davy Jones, Batman and Robin appeared twice. Oh, Josie and the Pussycats. That's yes. important. Uh, let's see. Tim Conway.
1: <laughs> you know, you know what's underrated? Was, uh, Jabberjaw.
0: Jabberjaw the shark? Yeah. Uh, uh, spoiler alert. He may make a cameo.
1: What?
0: That'd Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw makes a cameo. This Grape This Ape. is all spoilers for sure. This is Grape Ape. Grape Ape. makes a cameo. Nice. Adam Ant makes a cameo. Um. Adam Ant. Oh. Adam Ant. They've, Atom um, El, El, El Kabong Uh I don't remember seeing him I did see Kung Fu Kung Fui, Hong Kong Hong Kong Yes Um the Hex Girls make a cameo appearance Uh the Herculoids Herculoids don't but Captain Caveman does Nice Um who, what what was the Herculoids Um Johnny Quest makes an appearance. Nice. Uh Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest makes an appearance. Um Wacky Races also makes an appearance, like a reference to it. I mean okay. Dick Dastardly's leads in the movie, so yeah. obviously. Uh nice. yeah, I don't I don't remember seeing any Herculoids. Um the only thing Oh, there's a Jetson cameo too, believe it or not. What? Yeah, it's it's not the it's not the Jetsons themselves, it's Ro- yeah. uh, it's Rosie who makes a cameo. Appearance. Oh, nice. Yeah. There is there is so much great stuff that happens in this mo- movie. Like, it's it's for people like me who watched way too much Cartoon Network and Boomerang as a kid. Yeah. Uh, if you watched a ton of Hanna-Barbera cartoons, you know, the probably the cheapest animated cartoons in the history of cartoons. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot that Hong Kong Philly jumped into a... Um, a drawer and then jumped out of it dressed in a gi.
1: Yeah. Uh, I feel like Hong Kong Fui was a little bit more racist than I remember. Uh, I, I'm sure if we go back and look at everything, everything was a lot more racist than we remember. Yeah. Um, but anywho,
0: the, what I want to happen to this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's clear that they're setting it up as, like, a Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe because they incorporated a lot of Hanna-Barbera characters.
1: Oh, it's like a Captain Caveman movie, a wacky racist movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. So my hope is that they revive Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. That would be awesome. And the Brack Show? Huh? And the Brack Show? They don't necessarily need the Brack Show. But I want them to bring back... Harvey Space Birdman, coast, coast coast. Space Coast, Coast to Coast. I want them to bring them back, but play them deadly straight, like not comedy. Oh,
1: like, like play them straight, straight.
0: That would like, be fantastic. Straight, dead on. Yeah. Like, like everyone knows what the the everyone gets the joke. Yeah, right. But it's like serious in that universe, as opposed nice. to like the the ludicrousness. Yeah. I want. I want like birdman to be like a real practicing attorney and then to do like a csi style thing that would be fantastic i would be so happy i mean i wouldn't want it as like a tv series i'd want it as like a single movie yeah because i feel like that's one of those things that will oversay it's welcome mm-hmm. um but as like a one-off joke it's worth it but definitely yeah there's 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 a lot of terrible cartoons that were made. Um, but I love
1: them all because I forgot the Funky Phantom was a thing. They should... Uh, I have to look that up. I don't know what that is. Um, they should bring back Xavier the uh, Angel. Well, Xavier the Renegade Angel is not for the faint of heart. No. Mm-mm. They should make a photorealistic one. The Funky... I don't remember the Funky Phantom at all.
0: Um. Well... I thought Xavier Renegade Angel was photorealistic. No. No, it was photorealistic.
1: I'm remembering it as photorealistic. That's horrible. What the f- fuck is the funky phantom? It's clearly someone said, "Alright, here's the elevator pitch." Scooby-Doo. Yep. And that was the whole pitch.
0: Yeah, oh no, it's it's literally the whole pitch. Um also like, the funk
1: they all they changed was like the like how heavy or thin get. like it's a fat it's Scooby Doo's fat and Shaggy has orange hair instead of brown hair like they just swapped hair color oh. and body types. Um, so that's a thing with Hanna Barbera
0: cartoons, though they basically Scooby Doo is the the hit, and then everything else just is like everything else was
1: just basically like uh it's Scooby Doo but different. Oh, yeah. Jabberjaw, Josie and the Pussycats. They were all... Everything. They're all just... It's Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo,
0: but different. Yeah. Oh, man. His... The... His, um... The Funky Phantom's voice was weird, too. Um... I... uh, Oh, let's see. uh, It's... uh, he was a weird character. I don't remember who voiced him, but it was weird. It it's such a uh artifact of the seventies. Oh yeah. When did Oh, oh Scooby Doo where are you was sixty nine to seventy, okay. Okay. That was one of the original series, and then there was a revival series seventy eight and seventy eight. And then the new Scooby-Doo movies... Oh, okay, 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 okay. All right, so... Scooby-Doo is one of those weird things that's like... There were only... Wow. This is... We gotta stop talking about Scooby-Doo, but there were We're, only 25 original episodes of Scooby-Doo. We will...
1: You talk Scooby-Doo for 13 seconds while I get a glass of water.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see Three, the. Uh, four, don't fool the phantom. Watch out for the willow. Well, visiting Velma's uncle Dave, the gang finds out he's been kidnapped in his home. The mysterious and that was almost 100. exactly thirteen seconds. Creepy. The beast is awake in the final, the bottomless what? lake. The what lake? Whoa! Okay, so the last, so December twenty third, nineteen seventy eight, yeah. there was a series finale. For Scooby-Doo basically and it was the series finale of the Scooby-Doo segments of Scooby's All-Stars the Scooby-Doo show and unofficially Scooby-Doo where are you? Uh weird Huh It was, in, right. it, and it took place in Canada Ah okay Oh my god I forgot okay last thing Last thing Yes Supernatural uh-huh. that show that has been on the air for way too long and really has kind of lost the plot mm-hmm. uh, because they I think they've killed God in it. So I think they've killed the devil, they've killed God, so I don't really know what else uh, they can do at that point. Um, there was a crossover episode with the CW in which the Supernatural cast ended up in the Scooby-Doo universe.
1: Yes. Weird. I thought you were going to say Animaniacs.
0: No. Um, Well, Scooby-Doo also had a lot of crossovers with WWE. Like, John Cena is in the Scooby-Doo universe. That's beautiful.
1: That's a thing of beauty.
0: It is. Um, But you know what? I think we've been
1: talking about
0: Scooby-Doo for too long.
1: Yeah. So, uh, if it wasn't obvious from our, our conversation... Welcome to CryptoPedia, an exploration of the myths and legends that haunt the human mind. Each week, we'll take you on a journey exploring the mysteries of the world, tackling the tales of monster folklore, the paranormal, and the thing that definitely lives under your bed. I'm Brandon. I'm John, and it's also about Scooby Doo sometimes, I guess, I guess. or Hanna
0: Barbera in general. I mean, I feel like that is a thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're if you're a new listener, I'm sorry. If you're an old listener, you should have expected it.
1: Yeah. There are no new listeners. There <laughs> it is. We are, we, it it's the same small group of like the, the same like 20 or 30,000 and then like there's nobody else. <laughs> oh, you
0: have very, very high, uh, you have a very high view of how many people listen to our podcast. I round up <laughs> from like 200,000.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We have 200,000 people that listen to our podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, so today's creature was first documented in 1891. It mm-hmm. resides in England. It resembles an old man, however, about the size of a child, and there aren't any modern sightings. Do you have any guesses? Benjamin Button. No. Regardless of your pre- preference, you are no longer an ass man, John. Today, you are a titty-mun. And let me... A, t- a titty-mun? A, t- a titty-mun. A titty Yeah. I just wow. moved it to the, uh, the fuller. We're talking about the titty-mun.
0: Uh, that's such a. So you said England. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a
1: that's a very British.
0: Oh, oh, it's titty. T i d d y. Yeah, it's titty.
1: Uh. Swooping oh, on them titty. That okay. That picture's phenomenal. Yep. Um. An old man in a pond with a blanket on his head. <laughs>
0: uh I feel like. I feel like if I grew out my beard and had gray hair, that would be me in the future.
1: That's you, not too far in the future, to be honest.
0: Uh, to be totally honest, yeah. like that—that—that's—that's that's the. I feel like when my my inevitable uh, total mental breakdown happens, that's gonna be what it looks like.
1: He's, you're, that's you, but you're making airplane sounds because he's got his arms out.
0: Oh yeah, no, I'm pretending I'm a robot. Uh huh. He's pretending he's a robot right there. I. I have a psychic connection to this individual. As you should. Actually, actually, you know what? That's me. That is you. That's me. I went back in time. When I when I go insane, I'm going to go back in time and become the Tiddymun.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Uh, solved is described as an old man who walked with a limp. He has uh, a gray beard and walks with a cane. His attire is usually gray or green, and he's also the size of a three-year-old child. Uh, specifically, the Tiddymon was in and around the River uh, Ancombe, uh, located in Lincolnshire on the eastern side of England. Uh, the Tiddymon is a, yeah
0: a three-year-old child. Yeah. Um. So are we talk? So that means we're talking about the size of my Godzilla. And, and when yeah. i say the godzilla the the jack specific godzilla that i bought for like five bucks because no one wanted to buy them because it's basically just a hunk of plastic that is in the shape of godzilla yeah yeah okay okay so i'm, I'm just i'm just imagining um my godzilla running around a marsh with yeah. a beard and white hair and a, a blanket on his head
1: and i uh-huh. feel like that would be a very funny sight it would be um so Tittymon is actually one of the Titty people, fairies that lived in the area, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I really, I really just went with this one because um, I could just write Titty a whole bunch. Oh man, they're really into the titties. Oh yeah, everyone likes uh, a good titty. His th- th- name th- th- is th- actually th- titty man. Um He is an unnamed rando fae from a group of local fae who are considered mischievous and benevolent. Um, they were also called the Strangers, uh, Green Codys, uh, Yarthkins. Uh, so Yarthkins are the uh, the predecessor to Webkins
0: before they had uh, oh yeah web codes. So what a Yarthkin is now, it, it's like when was this written? When was this? When was this in 1891? So yeah. the in England they say yard a little different, mm-hmm. right? So instead of pu- plugging your your little thing into the into the website and getting, you know, all sorts of games unlocked. You just yeah. buried it into the, uh, under your yard. And then, uh, you let it grow because it wasn't a doll. It was a potato. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's, that's all it was. It was just a potato. Yeah. That's what a Yarthkin is. I, I uh-huh. whatever there's, whatever you're saying, whatever your research is telling you, it's, it's just a potato.
1: Yeah. Um, Titty was specifically talking about their height. One person's saying, they be titty critters. No, more. I had a case of the titty critters once. It was, whoo, whoo, oh, man. Uh, I think
0: everyone gets it.
1: Yeah. They be titty critters, no more than a span high with me arms and legs as thin as a thread, uh, but great big feet and hands and heads rolling a boot on their shoulders. <laughs> so they're, ah. this guy's saying that they're tiny. Titty is tiny. And they got thread-thin arms and legs, but with these big old hands and wobbly heads. Uh, they judging the titties? They're judging the titties.
0: I'm sorry. I can't. I can't in good conscience allow anyone to judge a titty. Mm-mm.
1: can They're can't. all great.
0: Yes. Every titty is good. Except that one. You know who you are. Whoa. No throwing shade on this podcast, Brandon. Okay. No throwing shade. Uh, I think there's a podcast literally about throwing shade.
1: Yeah, I believe it's called Throwing Shade.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) The titty people would dance by moonlight on large flat stones known as stranger stones found in the area, and locals would spread blood on the stones and light fires on them, but nobody really knows why. (laughs)
0: What? (laughs) Okay, okay. So...
1: What? Like,
0: what kind of blood? I'm assuming animal blood. I'm hoping animal
1: blood. Hopefully some kind of animal blood. I'm
0: hoping animal blood. Uh, and, and when I say hoping animal blood, I'm hoping it was animals that were butchered for their meat and not just, like, killed to spread their blood on this stone because that would I'm be way sure worse. They were
1: killed specifically to spread their blood on these stones to either help or to try to hurt these ma- magical creatures doing the electric slide at night wouldn't that be you know what it's electric
0: I wouldn't be surprised because Mm -hmm. that is the staple of every wedding I have been to in the history of my life ever Mm -hmm. I don't know why though because it's not a good song nobody likes that song but everyone dances to it it's the whitest dance I've ever seen too by the way it is it really
1: is. Then someone's never seen someone dance to Cotton Eye Joe. That's okay. Sorry, sorry.
0: <laughs> All right, Cotton Eye Joe is the whitest dance I've ever seen. Correction. Uh. God.
1: Where did he come from? Where did he go? <laughs> it's. That I don't remember the next part.
0: <laughs> where did he come from, Cotton Eye
1: Joe? The song about gonorrhea. He- is it really? Yeah.
0: I'm looking that up because I don't trust that, that's,
1: you. That's what a co-worker told me. What's The cu- noisy killer. Let's cut an eye job out.
0: Uh, I'm seeing
1: herpes and AIDS
0: as <laughs> auto-completes. Oh, are you? <sighs> The long history behind the song, Cotton Eye Joe. (laughs) Oh my God. Wait. All right. So this is even more insane to me. Mm -hmm. The Cotton Eye Joe that we know. Yes. The song, The Cotton Eye Joe, we know. Uh Uh-huh. Was not written by an American. Okay. It is a... It was created by a group of Swedish techno musicians playing dress up in straw hats and dirty overalls. That is beautiful. And it was a reworking of the an old American folk song,
1: and it made its way to number 25 on the Billboard Hot 100 when it released in 1995. What? I just found a video. Cotton Eye Joe was written by the Rednecks. R-E-D-N-E-X. Yes. Yes. Oh and they're, wow. They're Swedish. And oh. This makes so much more sense now. I think oh.
0: I think I Okay, okay. Well, came from a book with a name I'm not going to pronounce on this podcast. Uh-huh uh parts of the tune from old Louisiana who picked up from slaves on a plantation because everything catchy every catchy musical thing can trace its roots back to uh the most awful period in American
1: history uh what's the the uh except that one song what one song troll well that's not American everything's American because America, but
0: it's exclusive. But it, it's not Trololo. Like it's clearly not though. It's clearly well, the is different... apparently Swedish techno. I know, and apparently
1: I've,
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I have a lot of thinking to do about this. My world view. Yeah, everything
1: has changed. Uh,
0: the Titty mon, The Titty mon has uh has completely changed the way I view this world. This world. As a result Ugh. of a, just a joke about it. A joke about uh, the electric slide being yeah. the whitest song I know and being upended by, you know what? Actually, now that I know that now that I know Cod Night Joe was written, was, was created by Swedish techno artists and it was inspired by by uh, American folk songs. And they call themselves the Rednecks I'm going to officially say this, the version of Cotton Eye Joe that we all hear is officially the whitest song ever produced. Oh yeah, it's Swedish white. It's Swedish white. There's no way you can go whiter, I feel like.
1: No, unless you're a jellyfish, but then you're just see-through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Tittymon could also control the weather. If it was going to be bad, he could make an offering and he would fix it. But if you failed to do so, the weather would be bad.
0: And he did it through the use of the cotton eye Joe.
1: Yeah, uh, oh, cotton eye Joe in the moonlight. Oh, it'd be beautiful. Um, and there was some people
0: who, who at, in our our high school, some people took dancing the cotton eye Joe
1: super serious. who into cotton eye Joe and electric slide. They're like, I'm going to nail these dances. Yeah, um, remember uh, remember
0: the fact that we had to dance to Leroy
1: Brown in gym? Yeah, bad, bad Leroy Brown.
0: Yeah, a, a song that I've
1: never heard since. No. I also I, don't know why dancing was part of high school gym class. At least, like, I don't get yeah, it. I can't get maybe, like, it's things to prepare you for life. Electric slide, I get it. You're going to be invited to a wedding at some point in your future.
0: Well, especially, okay, especially especially in the area we were in the the amount the the requirement for the electric slide to be played during a wedding i it's very high it's very high like literally i have never been to a wedding that doesn't play it at least once and i'm saying at least once because i'm pretty sure i've been to weddings where it's been played multiple times
1: oh we're, like they're getting song requests for uh-huh. uh, uh i'm i'm, pr- I'm uh. pretty sure
0: i'm pretty sure i've heard the electric slide more than once yeah. at a wedding
1: like, why don't they um, teach, like, practical dancing application? Like, Electric Slide 1, you can drop Cotton Eye Joe, you can drop Bad Badly a Brown, but then there should be, like, how to properly stand awkwardly in the corner, and then, mm-hmm. like... Um, well, I, I
0: personally, yeah. I didn't need that education because I was phenomenal at it. Um, yeah. There was one time when I was... So, I moved to Rondout Valley in middle school, which was yeah. where we went to. We that was the school we went to, oh. um, and it was like sixth grade. I want to say, I went to the Halloween dance because I thought that's what people did. Um, and I went as a ninja, and I just played in the corner with streamers.
1: <laughs> Someone got
0: stabbed
1: too. I know. I was there. I was one of the group of kids dressed somewhere. We were just like lining the wall, like, huh, <laughs> like this kids awkwardly sitting in costumes.
0: That was, it was weird. It was weird. Yeah. It was really, really weird. And uh, I think it was a CD case that got the kid got stabbed with. Yes. You're yeah. so right. Yes. It was, it was a CD case. It drew blood. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, like, yeah. it wasn't like a poking. It was like a legit, I think yeah. that kid needed to get stitches afterwards.
1: Yeah. Like they like the, there was a, I remember at least like one cop and every, the, like yeah. everybody had to go sit down and they're like. Oh you, no. It they totally spoke to people and you're just like, no, I didn't see anything. I just heard about it. It totally yeah, yeah. shut
0: down the entire dance. Yeah. <laughs> we went to a weird fucking school. Uh-huh. Uh. Of course, this is also the school where lightsabers were banned because lightsaber fights got a little
1: bit too involved. You go for the knuckles. I mean, yeah. That's the best way to deal with it. Yeah, you need to take someone on the other, other team out you get whack them in the knuckles with your lightsaber. Because mm-hmm. then Wh- they, they're defenseless. Yeah, exactly.
0: And then, and then lightsabers got banned. Yes. I in bet the, you that it's in still the st- student handbook.
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's a banned weapon.
0: <laughs> I bet You're... you it's still in there too. I oh, probably. Wanna, I, wanna I wouldn't get, be surprised. I want to get access to the, I, I had this feeling that there's going to be at some point down in the line in the future where a, uh, principal goes to that school and sees
1: lightsabers as a banned weapon it's just like what there's a story no they'll listen if a principal goes to that school they'll be our age so True. they'll probably be like oh i remember that and be <laughs> like yeah no no they'll be like that was crazy i remember time when so-and-so tied so-and-so's shoes shoelaces together under the table and they just fell over when they stood up it was great yeah. Yeah. um i, I can have find to find out my, my uh my nephew's gonna end up going to a. Uh, Rondout. out. Oh really? Uh, when he's old enough. Yeah, so I'll, I'll 100% <laughs> get a copy of that student handbook. Yeah, take his take his
0: planner and um yeah. uh yeah. We're we're going to have to have a report on that.
1: Oh yeah. Well, there there will be follow up. <laughs> uh so in the 17th century, the Dutch wanted and did drain the area. A local woman said um locals would not give quote the Dutchies bed nor board. Um, And the Titty Man lived in the water holes And would come out in the evening He walked limpity-lobity To the sound of Of the pupae screech <sighs> Which is a bird I looked that up, that's a type of okay, bird Okay. So it's it the sound of um some kind of bird Uh, And when the water coming up The door sills, people would go out um At the time of the first new moon And call the Titty Man for help Saying T- Titty Man without a name the water's thruff and I guess thruff is like getting rough. And so they'd like call to the titty man when the water start started to go up to their door. And then they also called on him to help when the Dutch were uh, trying to fuck with them. What?
0: <laughs> oh my God. Um, is the titty man like their, their
1: protector or something? Cause... Cause he's, he's both. So if the weather is good, it's his fault. And if it's bad, it's, it's, if it's good, that means you're treating Tiddy Mun well. But if it's bad, that means you pissed off Titty Mon and he's getting uh, back at you. Ah, so he's a sysadmin. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> Tiddy Mun is a sysadmin. Uh, the next morning, and this is the morning after the Dutch um, yeah. drained their, their thing. Uh, the water had receded. The livestock had died. Some of the walls had failed and people went missing. And, and the very first people that went missing initially were the uh, Dutch workers. Uh, the Titty Man had actually cursed them, so they waited till the next New Moon to make an offering to appease him. That takes a while, it seems like. like, Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, I feel like there should be a way to appease the
1: Titty Man quicker. Yeah, I, oh, uh, there's jokes in there. Oh, there's um, so many jokes about appeasing Mun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's so many jokes. <laughs> yeah, there's Tittiman. a lot, and I'm holding them all in. <laughs> uh, they, they all brought a stoop of fresh water uh, at the dike edge, looking over the new river, and called out, Titty man without a name, here's water for thee, take the spell undone, and just poured buckets of water over the dike, uh, hoping... Wait, so, like, Okay, so they poured water... He, he took all the water away from them. So what they're... Is they're giving him fresh water to say, like, here, we're willing to even give you some if you'll give it back to us. Okay, okay. He's got to hydrate from all that dancing. But he's in the water already. He needs to right? extra hydrate. Yeah, yeah, he lives in water holes.
0: Like, he's living in the... So they're they're pouring water into the river? If I'm reading yeah, yeah, that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, okay, that's... That's that's a perfectly normal thing to do. To pour um, water
1: into the river. Yeah. I see nothing wrong with that. Continue. No. Uh they poured the water out and heard a wailing and whimpering all around them. <laughs> oh no. Uh, and the and the mothers heard and felt their dead children. Wait.
0: Wait a second. <laughs> okay. I feel like that statement needs elaboration.
1: There is none. There's surprisingly not a whole lot. Well, no, Brandon, I
0: am not surprised for a second that that statement is not elaborated because that's the kind of thing that people say and just accept as fact. Um, What I need to know is, (laughs) what I need to know is, were these children, like, how did they, how did they experience feeling their dead
1: children? Um, you ever, uh, play that game where you go into a dark closet and there's a bowl of spaghetti and peeled grapes? Mm-hmm. That's how, that's kind of how they felt like.
0: Uh, okay, okay.
1: Huh? Um, then all went still and quiet and they went home and things got better, but every new moon they went again to the nearest dike edge and poured water into the dike. Uh, she had seen tittymon herself, but not for a long time. He's gone now. And that was told in a first person uh by a, oh no sorry this is told by a, a local lady the, i've got a different story then about today. Oh, okay um yeah. told in first person by a man uh when he was 16 or 18 and worked at high farm uh, um i want to stop you for a second and talk about the picture that i'm seeing yes uh, um, also he caused opium addiction i don't i don't know if i got there but i, I oh I, I left really? I that out because there's, there like, a throw-in line in something I read, and I was like, they, they didn't elaborate, so I don't want to add that. But, like, he also, like, in the really bad period of time after the Dutch drained the area, uh, I guess a bunch of people got addicted to opium. So that's also Tittyman's fault.
0: Uh, that just sounds more like opium is an extremely addictive substance, and it doesn't take a lot to get addicted to nope. it. Nope. Tiddymun okay is titty-mun responsible for the opioid epidemic in america is titty did titty become pharmaceutical
1: execs uh who is it is it bear is it uh
0: uh there? they they all they're all responsible yeah like i mean uh one of the well i mean what should we call it what was it uh morphine was to take care of another thing Heroin heroin was supposed to be like the cure to morphine addiction, I think, if my
1: memory's correct. I think heroin was the cure of morphine addiction, then they need, they didn't do heroin. I think that was made by Bear. and then it was um uh what's the one I'm trying to think of that is it they made it to be more addictive than heroin, like and stronger, but then Crack uh, No, it's like a, an actual legal over-the-counter painkiller. What's oxycodone? Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, Oxycodone. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, Oxy I, I, Oxy will uh, destroy you. Yeah, that, that was made to be more addictive than uh and stronger than uh heroin.
0: I actually I was actually given Oxy um after I got my wisdom teeth removed and I mm-hmm, I basically I basically refused to take it because I was just like I don't in any way shape or form want to risk this one.
1: <laughs> oh, well that's why they only give you like two pills they're like take one one day take one the second day and then that's then that's all you get that's all you get fistfuls of tylenol yeah um tom fond uh is or tom fond his work was hard that's a weird sentence um his pay good book couldn't abide work every sunday evening he walked back to work and took a path across the field by spiny and fox covert uh or sorry spinny the spinny said to be was said to what be is... haunted with lots of fairy this is some shit from so, an old guy late in the 1800s so this is a story. this is
0: like a this is a direct uh, lifted word for word yeah, yeah okay so i just looked it up a spinny is a small area of trees and bushes in british english um which makes sense cuz you're if you're talking about fairy stones and fairy rings um, yeah yeah fairy, fairy, uh, uh, yeah yeah fairy stones for think we might have mentioned fairy stones on the fairy episode but At just to some point i think we did. Yeah, yeah so just as a just as like like a really brief refresher it's like a circle of stones yeah and a fairy ring is actually circle of mushrooms it's a circle of mushrooms it's a fungus that grows yeah. in rings
1: like it's not it's not a weird thing that's just literally how the fungus grows you know what? when i was a little kid uh i think i was on like history channel or something they were talking about like it was, like, fairies, but spooky, and they're talking about that. And the next day, went outside, and um, behind my parents' pool near where we keep the the hammock, there was a little ring of mushrooms, and I was afraid to go, in, like, walk into it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair,
0: it's probably not a great idea to walk through a ring of mushrooms anyways, because you don't really want to disturb the spores. Yeah, true. I mean, like, just, just from a, like, you know respiratory perspective it's probably not great yeah not not like i'm sure a healthy adult or a healthy someone with a healthy immune system is probably not going to be affected by it but you know yeah yeah, why we're
1: whatever Mm -hmm. uh it was a beautiful july night with lots of little sounds grass chattering soft wind when he heard a heartbreaking sound uh sobbing of uh, a baby but he couldn't find the, the baby in the woods uh, the sound got louder, and he saw it was uh, a baby under a stone uh, by a hedge. A, a stranger stone.
0: Oh, okay. So, uh-huh. I want to stop you here. Yes. If you ever hear a baby crying in the woods... Run. Leave. Run. Leave. Run. 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 Just
1: a fact. Mm-hmm. You're not saving that baby. That baby's bait. Yeah. That baby's, like, there's a monster out there, and that baby's the little glowing dot on the anglerfish. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. That, yep. That's literally all it is. That never... Baby
0: crying in the forest? No. Nah. Mm-hmm. No. Nah. Unless you're a gorilla. Yes. Gorillas are allowed to save babies in the forest and raise them as their own, as are wolves. Yes. But not not humans. hmm For humans, that's just a trap.
1: The, uh... So, so Tom lifted the the stranger stone, and he saw a titty. Uh, a titty thing laying on its... <laughs> hey, that's why I, I wrote this. Uh, yeah, so t- Tom saw uh, a titty laying on his back, blinking up at the moon, no bigger than a year-old brat, long clotted hair and beard twisted around body, um, yellow hair uh, shining about his face, and he looked hundreds of years old. Skin brown, the creature said... Tom, that was a good lad, and offered to help him by giving him a wife, the rampinest lass in town. Okay, I don't know well, what rampinest is. I need to know what that is. I'm assuming that's, that's a, a sexual thing. Yeah, I I, I mean like I mean rampin that, that's gotta be like hot. I, I'm, I did not I'm just mean getting fest.
0: I'm just getting Lincolnshire folktale things, so I'm thinking I'm just picking
1: up literally what that is you might be like just going right back to the arc because of some shit yeah. someone said in like the 1800s yeah i'm assuming
0: um, i'm assuming
1: like yeah like, um I, I, yeah like a girl next door kind of thing i think um or as much gold as one can carry but tom just asked for help with his work uh the the creature yallory brown boring told told him uh, to never thank him. The next morning he went back to work and found uh, everything was done and he could just sit down with his hands in his pockets. He could see Yallery Brown in the evenings hopping about. Uh, By and by everything began to go arsy varcy, and uh, others' work began to be undone. Uh, He tried to do his own work but tools ran away from him Uh, and the others told the master and he was uh, fired. Uh, Tom went Back to the Bogart as soon as uh, he called him to come out from the mules, he appeared, and Tom said, um, "He like, thank you, but leave me alone. And the Bogart said he would leave him alone, uh, and called him a fool, and gave him fool's luck the rest of his life. Well, um, wait, what? That's so, the story. But.
0: Okay. So, if I'm reading this right, it, well, if you're reading it to me right and I'm reading along and understanding this and comprehending this, he he found a
1: hot uh, he f- uh, he fa- guy, helped him he under found stone, a stone. And instead of, and he said, uh, I don't want gold or, uh, or a hot lady. I want uh, my work to be done. And then because he's a mischievous fairy, he did Tom's work and started undoing other people's work. So then Tom had to hunt him down. Yallery Brown down and say, "Hey, stop doing that." So Yallery stopped, but gave him bad luck. See, this is why you don't make a deal with supernatural entities,
0: assuming they existed. Uh huh. Which I don't. Um, but you don't make a you don't make deals with supernatural entities because it always comes back to bite you in the ass. It's always a monkey's paw situation. Yeah. Unless you're Ned Flanders, I think there was a, I think there was like a, a episode of the Simpsons where Ned Flanders got a monkey's paw and everything went perfectly for him. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it was more of a, uh, screw you Homer situation because the universe uh-huh. hates Homer Homer. Cause that's all the whole joke,
1: but whatever. I think it's after uh-huh. the Simpsons got bad. So <sighs> see, here's my thing with the Simpsons. Were they ever good? Because I did enjoy them. But they might be like Saturday Night Live where you love it, but then you go back and watch it and you're like, oh, it was it was never good. Um so
0: the first couple seasons are terrible. Um I I, I I'm saying this because I'm I'm I have been on and off watching them again. Mm-hmm. Um because they're on Disney Plus and all that stuff. Uh in my opinion. The first season's like really bad because they don't they don't have like a clear voice for the series. Mm-hmm. Um after well, that being said, I also really enjoy the Treehouse of R episodes. I think they're the best episodes of The Simpsons. Uh-huh. Um but they're also generally just remaking existing things. So like to me, the best segment of The Simpsons ever is the Raven from one of the treehouse of Romans. oh yeah yep, that is true. an act that is actually a really good segment um it it recontextualizes a poem that is a little bit hard to read for modern readers mm-hmm. um but it's actually a phenomenal poem it's very well written uh edgar Allan poe is actually a pretty cool author he had his demons but mm-hmm. some of the, the shit he wrote was good um But I will agree that there is a point in the Simpsons history that it got bad. And that point is when we find out, finally, that Principal Skinner is not Principal Skinner. What? There's an episode in which Principal Skinner uh, was actually someone else, like Chauncey or something. Yeah. Um... He he goes home to basically tell the original principal Skinner's mom that his that the original principal Skinner was killed. Oh, okay. Uh, his name is
1: uh, buh, buh, buh. I don't remember. Ar- Armin Temzarian. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, yeah, it, the, the episode was called "The Principal and the Popper."
0: Yeah, the principal and the popper. That is that is the exact moment that the Simpsons jumped the shark.
1: Okay, September twenty
0: eighth, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, so, season nine.
1: They were already in season nine. Yes. Oh, uh, so there's
0: about there's about three seasons of worthwhile Simpsons.
1: Yeah, I will say. Um, I wouldn't be mad if they re released the uh, Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, I would not be game. mad at all.
0: I I want that on my Switch.
1: I want Simpsons Hit and Run, and I want the Simpsons arcade game.
0: I w- Honestly, it's impossible to find that fucking arcade game. But so the Holiday Inn in Kingston. Yeah. Uh, we would go there to swim in the pool when it was wintertime. Uh huh. Because my uncle knew somebody and they let us go in, and yada, yada, yada. Um, so they had the Simpsons arcade cabinet in there. Oh, yeah, and it was the four-person ver. It was a four-player version. Ooh. You know, like the big Ooh. one with like the wide thing. Yeah, phenomenal game. Nice. Ad- additionally, we had some really, really good like mini arcades in the our area, and now they're all gone. Well, oh, they're all dead. They're there all dead. The, uh,
1: the Piner arcade where they had Spider Stomp and they had uh, yeah, all well those um. Games.
0: At, uh, at whatchamacallit, the, the, uh, Wooden Wheels, the, the roller skating rink, they had the, the Marvel game that had like six players.
1: Yeah. Oh. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There is an arcade at, uh, Patel's on the, in the back. Um, it's that bowling alley. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Um, yeah, and they also have laser tag. I need to get a group of people together so we can do some like laser tag. I mean, I'll I'll do laser tag. Yeah, I'll do laser tag, as long
0: as no one cheats.
1: I don't. Well, how do you cheat a laser tag?
0: Yeah, you, you cover the the sensors.
1: There's, I think, laser tag technology has come a long way because I played that laser tag. You got like the little vest thing going on. You can change like the kind of um, shot that your gun is shooting. You can have like rapid fire. You can have a oh, small like, really? shot. Yeah, and there's like an obstacle course. It's like a paintball arena almost. But oh, it's indoors.
0: Where is this? Is this it's East Chester Oh yeah. Oh it's um Okay, okay. I know where this is. Now. I think it's
1: the old hobel.
0: Yeah, it is. That's yeah. exactly what it is. They replaced okay. This is, this is so regional that, like... It's super... It's a bowling alley with a laser tag arena
1: inside. Oh, my God. And a bar.
0: <sighs> they yeah. have the Jurassic Park arcade machine. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, man. I haven't... I used to bowl there all the time as a kid. Mm-hmm. The whole bowl. Yeah. Um. Man, we, we are really bad answer. about being regional. I, I yeah. have this really bad problem where I just huck the ball way too hard. Because when I was younger, I had to huck the ball because I wasn't that strong. Yeah. And now that I'm an adult, when I huck the ball, um, I'm doing it the way that I was when I was a kid. Yeah. And it's me, like, throwing the ball at, like, 40 miles an hour down
1: the the lane. I want to go bowling, but, like, be that one guy. I want to be an adult and put the bumpers up and get that little ramp that you roll the ball down. Like do all the things that only little kids use, but just go boop, just for uh, shits and giggles.
0: I uh I actually did it. I was in a tournament once, like I, I played in a league doubles yeah. with someone, and my doubles partner was so much better at bowling than I was that he carried us to winning, like getting first place in cumulative score. Oh, <laughs> I was not a good. I was not great. I mean, I was I was rolling. 160s was my average I think which is not terrible but he was like cracking 200 every time so damn yeah
1: nice but bowling bowling and laser tag I like laser tag more I like laser tag more too that was
0: always my favorite part of wooden wheels I always wanted to play I one time played I think five games of laser storm at wooden wheels what in one sitting damn because I was just basically like, because that's that. So for those of you who don't know, Laser Storm is the variant of laser tag that Wooden Wheels had. It was really cool. A lot of fog machines. Room always vaguely smelled like someone had been peeing in it. Uh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was super fun, and the devices were like ancient by
1: the time that I got there. So. <laughs> no, the 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 uh, laser tag at, at this other place is so nice. Like everybody's like. You, like, split into teams, into two different rooms, and you get the lowdown of how, like, the armor and the guns work, and they give you the rules. And it's, like, um, it, it, it's kind of like a defend the, the flag kind of thing. Where, yeah, like... We- you can shoot other people to take them out, and you have to run to reload your ammo, but then the, how you get a lot of points is each base has these two things on them, so to get lots of points, you have to run to the, to the other side of the arena and start shooting the other, so you've got to have people, like, guarding your little area while send, sending other people out to go out and try to attack the enemy team's area. Oh my god, we got to play laser
0: tag once the world's back to not being on fire. Anywho. Uh-huh.
1: I think we should continue (laughs) with the cryptic. Yeah. Oh, with this, this, yeah, we're done. This, this last part, there's no value add to it. It, It's literally just restates, um, yeah, like titty people, they're tiny. um, Make them happy. If they're happy, the weather's good. If not, um, harvest fail. Beasts become sick. Fevers grow worse. Children Uh, die. Oh, we didn't talk about dead babies yet. So yeah, this. No, no, we we, we mentioned. We mentioned
0: dead children. We did mention dead children a little bit. Uh, oh. someone
1: says RZ Farsi again, which I guess is something they said old timey. Um oh here we go. Opium opium and drink. So yeah, there we go. That's where the opium comes from. Yeah, yeah. Unhappy yeah. titty people.
0: You know what RC Farsi translates to? Uh topsy turvy. Titty up. Does it? No, I'm joking. Oh. Cause cause it's a titty. It's a titty mun. So, yeah. titty up.
1: It Jokes are much better when I explain them. Oh, it's an idiomatic. Britain, vulgar. It's tumbling upside down, head over heels. But it's the vulgar way of it, saying, like, head over heels.
0: It's ba- it's literally tits up. Yeah. that That's what it is. That's what I figured it would be. Probably because Arcey's arse, like, yeah. ass around. At, like, ass up. Yeah, ass up. Language we is go. weird, yeah. Especially, especially British slang. Oh yeah, it's because it's like British slang is like almost what we say, but like different enough mm-hmm. that yeah. Uh, anywho, mm-hmm.
1: oh, that's it. <laughs> I, I love the name. Yeah, Tiddy Man. Tiddy Man. titty Mun. It, it stands for Tiny Man, but Tiddy. titty, titty, titty Mun. I wonder how many times you said Tiddy in this episode. Uh, at least, uh, 20.
0: Well, I definitely said Tiddy a lot more than
1: 20. I know that for a fact.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, I forgot to mention this at the top of the episode, because I was talking about Scooby-Doo, because what i do yeah That's what i do um our patron uh bird schneider pointed something out oh um so i mentioned it in the show notes last week uh but because we had already recorded when he had told us um i think i misstated something in the jeff the talking mongoose episode mm-hmm. um eighth wonder of the world uh savior of cryptopedia savior of the world um, mustelids are not in the same family as, uh, mi- wait, wait. Uh, so Jeff is not a mustelid, and I made the comparison of him being like a a weasel or a ferret, and they are a different family altogether. They are not related. You fool! Yeah, I'm. I am a. I am a big dum dum. Um just letting you all know i'm a big dum-dum Ah, uh, sorry hopefully i won't be a big dum-dum again i will be because i am a big dum-dum um but thanks thanks bird uh for giving us that particular correction uh we try to be as accurate as humanly possible on the show also um i think brandon that we might have misunderstood the whole traveling piano salesman thing um I think he was a traveling sale piano salesman in London. Uh, and then he moved to, to, then moved, uh, moved, then moved. he moved because I thought it was weird that he was a traveling salesman for, on, uh, an, island. Uh, on an Island. But yeah. uh, I think we might've got misinterpreted that, but I still think yeah. it's a funnier interpretation that we had. So,
1: uh, as far as comedy goes, it's better. But as far yeah. as raw facts, that's the raw fact. Uh, yeah, he was he was he was selling pianos in London, not
0: on the Isle of Man. I, I think he was selling yeah. pianos in London, because um, I listened. Because it turns out, um, everyone wanted to talk about Jeff the Talking Mongoose at the same time, because uh, there was like four podcasts after us that talked about Jeff.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know why at all. It must have been just like in the like, I could like what what's that one song? Like it was in the air. Something about Jeff was in the air. Uh, I can feel it coming
0: in the air tonight. I Gross. think, yeah. Titty man was all over that one, um, but yeah, no. So there was like four. There are like four episodes of different podcasts, uh, including one that is much that is a has its own podcast network. <laughs> it is sponsored by Spot- Spotify. Uh, <laughs> we talked about Jeff the
1: mongoose. So you you, you uh, you're allowed to you're allowed to say less podcast.
0: I am allowed to say last podcast <laughs> on the last, but I want people to listen to our Jeff episode. Yeah. Because I love, I love that. That was my favorite episode to record so far. I'm not that even joking. a fun joking. one. I'm not even joking. That is legitimately, this is 60, 68. 60, yep. It's
1: 68? Yeah. Oh, John, what are we going to do for episode 69? I should have saved Titty Man for X60. I didn't think oh, I
0: had. Oh, I did not think uh, ahead. No, no, you would have been right because I had to. I had to take this as a bye week because of my um, because uh, uh, of my thing that I can't disclose for reasons of non-disclosure agreement stuff.
1: Um. So, but because of technical issues, Mun is still the spiritual episode sixty-nine. Why don't we? Re- why don't we rename this episode to episode sixty-nine? And this next week
0: will be sixty-eight. And next week will be sixty-eight because this we should be sixty-nine.
1: The, and the this way, I'll still be on all the odds.
0: Yeah, let's let's rename <laughs> this one to ex- episode sixty-nine because okay. that that's this, this is episode sixty-nine now. Okay, gotcha. because I just
1: relabeled the spreadsheet. <laughs> okay, we're, this is
0: this is episode sixty-nine. Sixty-eight will come out next because Titty Man needs to be sixty-nine. Yes, he does. Because I'm not going to be able to find. Unless, unless I find an episode that is somehow a cryptid that is somehow more sexual than Titty Man, but, which is going to be tomorrow. hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, no, no, we're not going to release. We'll, we'll we'll make it. This this one will be sixty nine. Yeah. And if I find another one that's more sexual, this we'll will be sixty nine. Two electric boogaloo.
1: Nice. I like it. <laughs>
0: And there just won't be an episode sixty eight. Yeah. That'll be the lost episode. People yeah. coming to coming to listen to the podcast will be so confused and it's just like, Where's episode sixty eight? Doesn't exist. Why? No reason. Just because the hosts are absolutely insane people.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're grown man children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh no, Brandon, I'm I I, I have three, tra- four Transformers sealed in box right now that I'm probably going to crack as soon as this episode's over because I am a grown man child. Yes. But I have money. So,
1: hey. Hey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can afford it.
1: That's the great thing about adulting. You, 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 you know, It's like a kid, but nobody's around to stop you from buying things. Sometimes I wish there were people there to stop me from buying things. You want that toy? You get that toy. You want that video game? You get that video game. That's true. That's true.
0: Um, Anywho, so I think that's all the omissions and corrections I wanted to lay Uh down. Um, So (laughs) Let's go to all of our plugs. Uh, So yeah, uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, our website is cryptopediacast.com. Instagram and Twitter are at cryptopediacast. If you want to email us with cryptid ideas or stories, there's multiple ways of doing it now. Um, You can email us at cryptopediacast at gmail.com, us at cryptopediacast.com, or, and this is new, um, I posted this in the show notes last time, and I'll post in the show notes again, uh, we have opened up our Discord to new list, to listeners, all listeners. Um, in the past, it was just available to patrons. Uh, patrons still get benefits on that Discord channel. They get a special title. Um, they also get access to a special channel and all that kind of stuff, uh, but... Uh, We want to kind of expand the community a little bit and have a bit more people in there uh, because there's been some fun conversations going on in there uh, and a lot of productive conversations actually, because that's where the uh, correction for uh, the Mooselit comment that I made was added. Um, And if you're interested in supporting the podcast, because uh, supporting the podcast so far has allowed us to one, continue keeping the podcast open without being a strain on, Brandon R.I.'s wallets, uh, which is nice. Um, it's also allowed me to purchase uh, transcription software so I can start transcribing episodes, which I'll get back to as soon as I'm done with this thing, this undisclosed thing that I'm talking about. Um, and maybe it'll also fuel future things. I don't know. We'll see. You know, money makes things easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. We'll. We'll never, I don't think we'll ever do ads on the show, though. So throwing that out there
1: but then uh, how will i afford my next lambo your next lambo when did you get uh-huh. your first lambo listen i've got three and two raris
0: now when you say you have three lambos and two raris do you have hot wheel lambos and two and raris no 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 is it in gta 5 because that's free now no is it yeah, on the Epic store though, so Oh
1: well it's the Epic store. Yeah.
0: You gotta you gotta do a deal with the devil.
1: Yeah. You know what I wanna get is um you know those things that uh kids have where it's like a plastic car with a battery in it and they zip zip zap zap drive around? Uh power g- wheels? Yeah, I wanna get one of those for um for an adult. I
0: want if if I ever got one of those for an adult, it would be either a DeLorean nice. or a Warthog.
1: Oh, I want a warthog. Can we fun. do that? Can we can we get like paid ad sponsors and just like have a warthog made for us? If okay, if we make
0: we if we have like like we should we should spec out how much it would cost to make a warthog power wheel
1: that could support uh, both our weight. Um, we should just make a GoFundMe that's just called John and Brandon want a warthog. <laughs> <laughs> Oh
0: my god! Oh, that would be great. Um, yeah, we'll film it. Uh, Knowing my luck, though, I'll probably crash it because I am terrible at driving warthogs.
1: (laughs) We can prove money can buy happiness. I mean. We could drive Warhawk to Smoothie King.
0: We're Smoothie King.
1: There's a Smoothie King by Adams.
0: Oh really? That, huh? That's
1: that must be new. Is Couple it years.
0: in the is it in the Hardy's parking lot or the Hardy uh, Hardy's Plaza? I
1: don't know.
0: This is so this is so incredibly local. Oh my god, what is wrong with us this week? <laughs> um anywho, but if you are a patron and we have three who are of this level. Um, you get a thank you on every episode because we switch to the monthly. Uh, we we switch to the every other week scheme. So, um, is it every other week now? My every... brain's not work. My brain is not working. Just as an FYI, we're
1: bi-weekly. Yeah. Um. Wait, is that twice a week or every other week? We're bi monthly. Where is, is that... that? Twice a month or is that every other month?
0: I hate the English language. We're twice. We're twice a month. Anyways. Um.
1: So, thank Every other you. Monday.
0: Yes. <laughs> thank you to our Jackalopes, Clay Sinclair, Marty Von Party, and the already mentioned
1: Bird Schneider. Yes, um, the Keeper of Facts, the Finder of Truth, the Seeker of Justice. And the Hollowest of Bones. And the Hollowest of Bones. We really need to get that. Maybe we should have fun maze. We should get a John <laughs> and Brandon and need a Warthog. And that we should also get Bird and his bones plugged. Yeah, those, those will be our two Go, GoFundMes. Um, I mean, like, I, I I know a guy. I mean, he'll probably – the surgery's going to look an awful lot like just, you know, you drill a hole into the bone, and then you get that automatic expanding foam, like the insulation foam, and you just spray it in there, and then bada-bing, bada-boom, bone's yeah, filled. Yeah, that,
0: that sounds like a surgery that someone would do
1: in Rondell. Yeah, yeah.
0: That literally sounds like how someone would solve a broken bone to me. That's
1: what you, like, that's the kind of surgery where beforehand you have to drink half a bottle of Jack Daniels and bite on a hickory stick.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because you know
1: you're not getting put under. Oh, no, you're definitely not. That's, 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 that's a, uh, um, uh,
0: that, that's, that's what you get for a, uh, Kerhonkson medical degree. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone who graduates from medical college in and Co- just is given a hickory stick and a yeah. bottle of Jack Daniels.
1: Is like, you know what? Do whatever you need to do. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. The GPS says I'm at the Kerhonkson Medical Association, but it's just a barn. <laughs> it's just a barn. <laughs> <laughs> the guy walks out, you're here for the surgery? Yeah. Take this stick, take a swig. Yeah, there's no gurneys or, or it's, it's you get on a wheelbarrow. <laughs> there's a horse.
0: A horse comes by with a wagon. Yeah. <laughs> why is why does the horse have a mask? That's the nurse. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and she's very sensitive. Thank you.
0: Yes. <laughs> Pans out and it's a uh, uh, what's her name? um sex in the city i can't remember her name this is a good joke anywho (laughs) uh so if you enjoyed the podcast rate review subscribe send monster requests and stories all that stuff yada 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 um also if you've listened to the podcast and you've heard about the facebook group the facebook group is more is still open but i think the discord is our preferred communication method going definitely more active it's more active there's more stuff going on there brandon and i post stuff i post a lot of cursed images um and cursed videos you know what i just found the other day was blurst images
1: blurst oh blurst is phenomenal yeah i don't even know what the the word mashup is supposed to be to be i just like blurst images it's blessed
0: cursed oh yeah because it's like it's terrible but it's wonderful yeah that's what it is. It's like I like the blurst. Yeah, it's something so awful, but you love it because it's so awful. It's like a, yeah. uh, it's like thanks killing.
1: Ah, uh, I got you. Thanks killing
0: okay. is a blurst movie. Ah, uh, it makes sense now. I I think I think I think that's a fair statement because there's an MS. Yeah. There's a scene in that movie where there's an MS Paint sun
1: animated. There's an animated. There's there's a turkey wearing a murdered human's face. As a mask, and the, and the daughter of the murdered person believes the turkey wearing her dad's face is her dad.
0: She even gives the, the mask a,
1: a kiss, too. And the turkey also has a shotgun sometimes. Uh,
0: he um He lives in a teepee because that movie doesn't care about racial sensitivity at all. No. At all. Or and it also doesn't it also doesn't care about historical accuracy or anything really. No, no I think the first I actually in line with this episode. I think the first line of "Thanks Killing" is literally "Nice tits, bitch." <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, yeah, you, know, you might be right. I think so. If you don't count screaming, because yeah. I'm pretty sure the girl was screaming, but yeah.
1: Huh, exciting. Okay. Well you can find me on Instagram at donkey underscore hands. My website is boyerb.com, my email is brandon at cryptopedcast.com, and my Twitter is at CryptoBrandon. I'm yawning. But uh, I'm burping.
0: Ugh. Um my Instagram is at mu2057, my Twitter is at JF Dunham. my website is John and my email is John at
1: Cryptopedcast.com. Our art was done by Tom Hill. You can find him on Instagram at Thomas Michael Hill. His website is greatergloryco.com and his email is tommikehill at gmail.com. As always, I'm John. I'm Brandon. And things are going to get weird.